Hello and welcome to Glitch Cube, we're a gaming podcast, and each week we take a deeper look into the art of video games. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Chris. And welcome back everybody to another fun and exciting week as we dive into the wonderful world of video games. Now, before we get into today's topic, which is something that me and Chris have been talking about quite a bit for over the last couple of weeks, I would say, uh, we want to bring it back to something we used to do all the time. I feel like there's a lot to celebrate lately. There's a lot of changes going on or maybe some things that have caught our interest over this past week or two. So why don't we start off with that, Chris? What is on your radar this week what are you excited about uh hmm well it's kind of weird because it's something that's been kind of going beyond this week but for the past few months i've been kind of like mentally been kind of going through a fog i don't know it's like there were so many i think it was because last year I had so many expectations of what I wanted to do. And then right around November, I was like, damn, I didn't really do some of these. Like, I acknowledged I did finish a lot of what I wanted. But in regards to, like, what I wanted to do with videos and stuff, I'm like, damn, I didn't, like, I didn't publish any. But then I, like, sat back and thought, like, but I worked on it. Right. And it's something that slowly... I'm working on these videos, right? And that was my goal last year was to start. But throughout the year, I sat there and was like, you know what? I want to make this better. I want to do this differently. I want to, I don't want to be like your typical person talking about a game and then nothing else. Like, I want to, I want to dive into the history. I want to dive into the developers, the publishers, stuff like that. So, for a few months, I just didn't do anything with it, right? I was just playing games to escape my mind from work, everything like that. And then maybe about three weeks ago up till now, like, I just got this, like, clarity back. And I'm like, let's do this, you know? Like, I'm I'm so excited to get started on this again that I finished another two scripts and I'm getting my way back into, like, video editing and trying, like, just slowly, you know, like every day I'm trying to spend like a little bit of time, like learning something new, you know, I want to do a different, like kind of editing style and it's, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm finding a purpose in it right? and it's actually motivating me enough to want to keep doing it. Whereas before it was like, oh, this is kind of daunting. I don't know how to do this. And I just like shut off, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm happy. Like it's, it's making me think about what I want to do this year. And this year is already going to be a crazy year for me. So, uh, it's, I don't know. I'm excited. Like it's just, this is going to be a fun year and I'm looking forward to it. But for this week, I just been catching up with games. You know, I'm trying my, about two years ago, I had that word 2020, Mm -hmm. uh, tried to beat 40 games and I did that year. And then, Last year, I didn't have a challenge, but this year, I'm trying to do 44 because of 2022. Nice. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. That'd be 42. But 42. fuck it. Let's just round up to 44 because it's a cool number. Might as well, um, right? Two times 22. Let's do that. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I already have beaten two games already, so I'm I'm excited to see what I what I play this year. I know there's quite a few good games, but uh, what about you? I know you got a lot going on. 
Oh man, do I. So uh, first thing I want to, you know, big shout out to is the fact that this month is January. So I'm doing the January again, which I'm having a lot of fun. As time of this recording, I've hit that halfway mark. And by the time this episode comes out, we'll be closer to the end of the month. So hopefully I'll still be cruising along with that, which is really fun. Uh, I just love, you know, it's nice to be creative again, right? And just like drawing just for the fun of it and not for any work purposes at that point right now. Uh, But the big thing for me is a career change, right? I'm so excited for this and so excited to announce this that I am actually, so my main title is the Digital Enrichment Program Coordinator. Ooh, fancy, right? (laughs) It's a very long title, which basically means that I get to teach kids robotics and gaming now for a living. I'm going to be working at the Mission Valley out here, in uh, Mission Valley YMCA, uh, and it's awesome. Like, I'm so excited. I'm getting the digital lab back running. Uh, it was out of commission for quite a while. It's been used as like a training room in the process. But now that I'm on staff, it's going to be going full force. And actually, uh, it, the start of February is when we're going to be starting our first classes of robotics again for the little kiddos. So it's going to be, you know, ranging 8 to 12. And we're going to be playing with the Lego We Do stuff and the Lego Mindstorm things. So it's it's just really exciting. And for any of you San Diego natives out there who have some kids that are interested in these programs, you can actually reach out to me and directly and I'll give you all the information that's needed so that you can sign up, check it out. And um, actually, another big thing that we're doing, too, is esports. So if you have kids that are really into playing games online, well, guess what? There's a program now at the Y for that where it's not just a sports club anymore, right? Like we're trying to venture out into the more tech field to give kids who aren't really into playing sports or maybe they are kind of interested in technology. We're going to give them that outlet to you know play around in as well. So yeah, reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'll redirect you to all the YMCA affiliate stuff. Or you can email my Y email now, which I have a my own personal Y email, which is <laughs> awesome. It's uh, cchamberlain at ymcasd.org. So if anyone's out there that's interested and wants some more information or is curious about something in their area, if they have something, if you're not in San Diego or around me, then I can definitely direct you to the right people to talk to. So yeah, I'm just super stoked and get ready to hear about some more stuff about this down the pipeline because I have a feeling this is going to be my life (laughs) for a very long time. It's going to be ingrained in who I am as a person. But yeah, on a lighter note, I do want to bring up the new new show Archive 81 on Netflix. Holy crap, is it amazing. It's so good so far. Definitely. If you guys need something to binge, check this show out. It is like one of the first shows that they released released in 2022. And it is amazing right out the gate. So yeah, that's my little spiel, my little excitement for this week. And I know it's a lot, but I'm just so excited right now. You guys no idea. I know me and Chris talked about, you know, different career changes and just needing to get out of what we've been doing. I've been in the same field for almost 17 years now. I've been working in retail for that long. And it's just such a nice like breath of fresh air to know that I'm out of it and I get to do something fun and exciting again. So I, I don't know. I'm just jazzed. But yeah, so much fun. Oh my Hell God. yeah. Yeah. Plus more free time for you. Yeah. And a set schedule and I'm not working overnights anymore. Oof. Yay. <sighs> I get to live a normal life again. It's great. It's weird. I'm out whenever the sun's out. You know, it's strange. 
I don't know how anyone, I mean, my respect to people to do overnights, because I I did it for a while, too, at least, like, you know, going in at two in the morning, and it's like, at first, it doesn't seem bad, you know, it's just getting your sleeping down, which is fine, but then I feel like after six months that you do that every day, like, it really, like, for me, it it messed me up mentally, like, Mm it, I... I don't know. I got put into like a really weird mental place having to be up that early and then going to bed early. And it was just, it feels weird. It it puts a strain on not just your life, but your relationships for sure. There's so many times that I wanted to spend time with my family or reach out to them just to think like, Oh, I have to go to sleep in an hour. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, And it it really did put a damper on that. And I'm hoping that this year I'm able to change that around and actually, you know, get back in touch with a lot of family that I unfortunately dropped off from. Right. And not just that, like also like create time for us to even make these videos, make gaming videos, right? Like, like just more, like I have a feeling this is going to give me that, that free time and the energy and excitement to like continue on and like make more stuff for you guys. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. And it, already there's a big change. Like my fiance already, like after one week of working there has been telling me how much I've changed as a person. <laughs> like, yeah. How, how excited I sound. Like even you my mom. You sound a lot better. By <laughs> right. The way. Thank you. Yeah. And like, even my mom, like yesterday on the phone, she's like, man, you sound happy. I'm like, I'm just enjoying life. Like I'm not stressed. Like I don't have all this extra crap weighing me down right now. I'm just enjoying the ride right just just riding that wave and just seeing where it goes and just loving every minute of it it's it's great so so different so weird (laughs) (laughs) it's a new chapter baby So I think it's time for us to dive into this episode here. Um, This topic is very interesting. It's a little bit more retrospective, I guess. It's going to be more of like a internal thought process of ourselves, which should be really interesting, right? Spooky. I know. It's weird. Now we have to think about like our our lives and how they've changed and all that stuff. It's strange, right? But the, the main premise of this topic is how our tastes have changed over the years, Right. When we think back at the games that we used to play as kids, they're much they're very different than what excites us now. You know, some of those games might still excite us and we want to play them, but we're not playing them as actively as we used to. And maybe there's new genres that we didn't enjoy when we were younger that we now really enjoy as adults. And I think that is just it's just natural, right? It's just growing up and finding time to play games. And there's certain things that you can't dump as many hours in. But I I am really fascinated by this topic now, right? Like it, I find it really interesting because there's a game that I started playing recently that I hated when it first came out. And I am just so enwrapped in it now. I love it. It's like so much fun getting into these nitty gritty details, but we can go into that. 
a little bit later in the episode. So I figured, why don't you start us off? Like, what's a game that you loved as a kid? Like, what's a, or even like a genre that just really captivated you when you were younger? Like, what was your go-to, like, safe haven? I think I'll easily stick to genres because I feel like titles, for the most part, I'll always, I always pretty much enjoy them. But mm-hmm. genres for me have definitely changed. Uh, when we were thinking about this topic, like instantly, the first thing that popped up in my, my mind were our JRPGs. Like mm-hmm. growing up, I love them. Granted, like platformers were also my favorite back then too. And still, there it's probably the one genre that has stayed like my favorite. Like I've never disliked platformers, but. Mm-hmm. With JRPGs, you know, I discovered them pretty early on in my life. And as I got older, you know, you look at, like, the PlayStation era, PS2 era, like, the prime, in my opinion, for Japanese role-playing games. Oh, yeah. And I loved it. Like, that's all I played. Like, only. I didn't play shooters. I didn't play anything. My top three were always JRPGs, platformers, and surprisingly puzzle games. I freaking loved puzzle games like uh, yeah and i'm talking about like portal or you know like i played actual, the hell like, out of like brain age and shit like that for oh some yeah reason. even yeah. freaking bejeweled yeah. i mean not bejeweled is not really a puzzle but it kind of is you yeah. know but like peggle all that kind of shit and i think around I want to say even like the 360 PS3 era still has some decent JRPGs, especially when you look at the Xbox side. It had some great titles, but a lot of hidden gems there. Yeah. But the PS4 and onwards, like, and especially recently, uh, I've really encountered this is that they just, JRPGs don't feel the same, right? It's, it's changed. And I don't know if it's just because it's, I don't want to sound like one of those people that's like, oh, well, they take too much time. You know, who has 40 hours to spend on a game? Because that, that's not a big deal. I I played Xenogears last year, and that was like a 30, almost 40-hour game for me. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, you know. But these modern JRPGs just don't do it for me. You know, I look at Persona 5, and I didn't beat it. I came very close. I think I think I'm at the last palace. And then I just I played it during kind of a difficult time in my life, so I it's been hard for me to go back to it. Mm. But something about that game, it just I don't know. Like modern JRPGs feel too I don't want to say weeby or too anime-ish, but there's a lot of fan service. There's a lot of it almost seems light, you know, compared yeah. to the old RPGs of the past where they were like dark and bloody. And, you know, you look at Shadow Hearts, you look at um, just older RPGs, they're much darker. They have a better storytelling, whereas nowadays it's like always the same. It always feels like a, a shonen kind of story, which, mm-hmm. you know, shonen stories are cool, but not really in a JRPG, I I would rather play that in like an action game or an adventure game, you know? And it's just, you look at a lot of the RPGs released recently and they all kind of feel the same. And my tastes have really changed to where I don't really enjoy them anymore. I I just beat Tales of Arise. That's my second game this year I beat. And 
I think the first 20 hours of it, 25 hours, I really enjoyed. It was, mm. it was nice. You know, it was a different story, even though, you, you know, like in games, there's always like, oh, you have to fight four people or eight people and then you fight the final boss. You know, right. it's like, it's like the different elements and stuff. This game had that trope to it, but I enjoyed it. It was, it was different, cool. And then, I reached a point where I'm like, okay, this is kind of dragging on. Like, can we just get to the final area? And it sucks because I was enjoying it for the most part, but then it's just the story felt like it took a weird turn. And I'm like, God, all these modern RPGs are like this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like JRPGs are the one thing that have really changed. You know, I love turn-based indie RPGs. I think they're great. And even Western RPGs are good, but yeah, it's weird. I can play classic JRPGs no problem, but the modern ones, I just, I think my uh, my my boat has sailed in that mm-hmm. ocean, and it's that's the one big one that's changed for me. And there's other genres I'll talk about after. I want to hear your first main one that yeah. has changed for you. But uh, yeah, what what's yours? For me, like when I was younger, I used to play the hell out of fighting games. I Ooh. used to love them so much, and now I just can't do it. And I don't, I don't know if it's really the, I, like the pacing of it. Maybe my old man brain just isn't able to <laughs> like connect with it as fast anymore. But it just doesn't really have that draw to me, right? Like whenever I play a game, I want it to have content. I want it to have some sort of meaning, and that could be me becoming biased after going to school for it right like during my time in school i started to really focus and hone in on the games that had some sort of meaning or benefit to them right like games that help deal with depression or or ptsd or things like that right like that that was my draw and now like whenever i play some of these fighting games like i'll play them for a little bit i do get enjoyment out of them still but it's not to the level that i used to where i would just sit there all night and play the same game over and over again right just mm-hmm. to like get the combos down or figure it out like i remember playing marvel vs. capcom like religiously yeah. religiously same. And it's still a fantastic title. Like, I love it. And, you know, there are some fighting games out there that are still, like, catching my eye. Like, the new one, the, the was it Project L from uh, from uh, Riot Games, right? Their fighting mm. game. That looks really, really cool to me. And, like, I want to play it, but I don't think it's going to have that same draw for me anymore. Like, even, for instance, like, Dragon Ball Z Budokai, Right love that game that game was fantastic now whenever i look at these dragon ball z games i just i look at them like oh that's cool and then i just move on right like i i want story i want purpose and i maybe it's also due to the fact that like i want my to feel like my time was well spent right like i want to be able to come out of that with like a new perspective or a new story that i haven't heard before and i'm wondering if that's also the same thing maybe for your purpose of not enjoying jrpgs as much anymore because when you were talking i kept thinking about like how the stories have changed right like Mm -hmm. we look at the old jrpgs they had like a meaning behind them they weren't afraid to go like and take some pretty deep stabs at certain things, certain concepts. Like Xenogear is taking a stab at religion, right? Like at Christianity and changing it. And like th- that whole era seems to be kind of gone. Like they- they're still doing it, but they're doing it like on a very like light manner, 
You know, like it doesn't go as far as it used to. And it could be because they're afraid of sales. They're afraid of upsetting people. You know, like the way the global climate is now, like everyone's kind of afraid and they want to be more politically correct all the time. So they're not diving in as hard as they used to. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's where the indie titles are coming in and kind of, you know, carrying that torch and just really going for it. But like, I, I don't know, like, I wish that I got the same enjoyment out of like these tech, like tech and tag, right? Tech and tag tournament was dope as hell. I love that game. That game was awesome. I played <laughs> the hell out of that game and I would play it for hours every single day and now like i i i don't want to play tekken <laughs> right like i just i just don't like there's nothing about it that really draws me in anymore and it is unfortunate because those games are great but maybe they were just my intro to games right it was my mm -hmm. like it, beginning access to them and now that i'm older I, my time does feel a little bit more precious to me, right? I put a lot of cost or like weight behind the time I put into something. And I don't feel like I'm getting as much out of a fighting game as I would from like a real deep RPG or something like that, where it feels like I, I did something, right? Like I accomplished yeah. something. So I don't know. That's kind of where my tastes have change unfortunately was it like that's what i used to love and now i'm just not finding that same sense of enjoyment out of it anymore oh that, that's a good point with fighting games because i i feel you on that like for me even though like i was never fantastic at fighting games like oh, i no, never I really sucked at them i was horrible. i never <laughs> took the time to learn all the combos and stuff and it sucks because at times, I really did want to learn the combos. Like, I think the only one that I really ever got it down for was Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Because those were two, like, what I used to do with fighting games is I would pretend to make stories with it, right? Mm. I would like, oh, I'm going to create this team of, like, three people, like Ryu, you know, and Bison. I'm like, let's make a story fighting these other guys. Like, I, I tried to get, like, I tried to make it interesting, but, like, I never... I never got really skilled at it. I think Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was the only one I ever really, really got sucked into. Like, I remember going to, oh my God, back in the day, little tournaments, like early mm -hmm. 2000s, yep. like before high school. Go to school. the game shops, like where you would have your Yu-Gi-Oh tournament and then you go play some Marvel vs. Capcom afterwards. Yes, please. Yeah. And I remember even going to like uh, a championship, not, I mean, it was a small tournament, but it was like, you know, there was a prize pool of like, I don't know, four grand, you know, it was, it was there and it was big. Like, you know, there was like two, 300 people there. Like, and this is like early two thousands when the internet wasn't like, like posting it everywhere. There was no mm. Twitch to check in. You just went there with all these other people being all sweaty and playing fighting games. It was awesome. Yeah. But nowadays it's like, yeah, I always feel like I just, they just feel different, you know? And it sucks because Guilty Gear Strive looks freaking beautiful. Like yeah. a lot of the new fighting games, especially the 2D, because that's my preference. Oh, they look just look gorgeous. so they look good. Gorgeous. Like, yeah. um, I really want to get in the Grand Blue Fantasy, and I know that they're having an action RPG coming out next year. Oh, cool! Based off of their fighting game, uh, Relink, it it looks great. Like it, it makes me want to get into the fighting game because I've heard good things about that series too. 
And that's the thing is there's so many different fighting games out there. It's like maybe I could find one that I find really comfortable. But at the same time, I'm like, there's it's not like there's a whole lot to them. You know, like if I really got into fighting games, I would probably want to try and pursue getting good enough to go to a championship Mm -hmm. or something like that. Because I don't know. I always wanted to do that. Like. Get you want, good you enough want like where an I end could... game, right? Like that's the thing. Yeah. That's the big difference, right? Like when we were younger, we weren't thinking about an end game because there weren't as many of these tournaments. We weren't streaming. There wasn't esports. But now, like with these titles, you're looking for an end game. You're looking to get into, you know, potentially streaming. You're looking into potentially, you know, competing with other people around the world. And like with how heavy the competitions are lately it's hard to get into something that's that skill based mm-hmm. that like if you can't just go in and just have fun with it. Right. Like it almost feels like you can't have that much fun with these fighting games anymore because you have to be at like a different level of play right out the jump. Yep. Like, I feel like that's the kind of like, I guess like blocker, right. Or the gate that's like keeping me away from it is that idea of like, I don't have this skill set to enjoy myself because I'm just going to get wrecked. It's like Call of Duty, right? Like you hop in, you die instantly. It's like, well, fuck this, right? Like, <laughs> like, like that's how I feel whenever I play those games and a lot of these shooting games too. Like there's a level of skill that's necessary to enjoy yourself. And the amount of time that needs to get put into that, it doesn't feel like a rewarding experience in my opinion. Yeah, I I think that you summed it up perfectly. Like, I don't know, maybe... Maybe when my kid gets older and I want to like, you know, if they like playing games, maybe fighting games will be like the game that will be fun to play with them. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll get good one day at it, at that yeah. just from doing that. But I don't know. I think I think maybe I will pick up a fighting game or something and just try it out again. I don't know. I have so many old ones, you know, it's just the new ones are so interesting. Like I think newer fighting games make it easier to pull off combos compared to back in the day. So that's true. I don't know. As for my, even though Fighting Games does count as one of mine that has changed over time, I think. Another one that really has switched to the positive for me hmm. are strategy games. Oh, yeah. Um, growing up, I really liked tactics style strategy games, and that was the only kind I liked, right? I didn't like RTS because I'm, I'm lumping RTS in this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just liked, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics, Front Mission 3, like that grid chess kind of play right and over time i've grown to really enjoy all kinds you know like XCOM, wasteland and it's interesting because i never thought i would like that and i'm, I'm kind of counting classic rpgs too like divinity mm-hmm. because i don't know when i was younger i always thought these western rpgs and strategy games were like I don't want to say they're for boomers, but they were just, it was for a different kind of person. You know, I felt like you had to think more about what you wanted. 
Well, they, and, they weren't flashy, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of the games that drew us in when we were kids were flashy games. They were they were big. They were explosive. Like, even the RPGs that we loved were, they had, like, big summons and big spells and all this stuff that would, like, shake the screen, and you know, like, mm-hmm. big events. But then you look at some of these more tactics, RTS, those style games, a lot of stuff's happening and there's a lot of different things that are really exciting but they're on a much smaller scale, right? Like whenever you, let's say like in an RTS game, you fire missiles out on another troop, it would probably be like a little tiny like pixel of like a missile, right? Like it's nothing like, ooh, big groundbreaking kind of thing, but it yeah. just, it didn't have that flash and that pizzazz that we were drawn to when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, but I, I'm, I'm grown to really like it. I, I just downloaded Wasteland 3 and I'm kind of excited to jump into that because I loved the second game and I love the setting. You know, it's basically the first Fallout games, Mm -hmm. kind of that style. And uh, there was one I played recently, too, that was like a strategy game that I didn't think I would enjoy, but I did. Um, But yeah, it's that's definitely a genre that. I, I guess you could say, like a typical kid, I didn't like slow games, mm-hmm. even though JRPGs are slow. But it just like there you was said, always it was never on. flashy. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely a sucker for the flashy games. That's why I loved fighting games. I loved, you know, platformers, and it's it's interesting. You know, I'm kind of happy with this taste because I feel like. I'm now giving a lot of genres and games a chance that I never thought I would back right. in the day. But it sucks because now I'm, now I'm playing catch up, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, but it is nice because now you're looking at the other side of the coin, right? Like yeah. growing up, we played a very specific type of game. And now we're giving like the time and the energy to these other games that like make up this whole ecosystem, right? And I really have to say it, a lot to it has to do with this show itself. Without this podcast, there's a lot of games I probably would never visit or even give the time of day or look into or do any research to. So this is really like broadening my like horizons, I guess, right, of like different styles of games that are out there that I missed when I was younger. And just like you, like the same thing, RTSs and strategy games, I didn't really enjoy them when I was younger, but now I want to play them. Like I, I look at footage and I'm like, that's really interesting. Like it looks like like hardcore chess, right? Like it just, I, I love all the moving pieces, even if the sprites are really small or, you know, like it's just on a smaller scale than what like the JRPGs like we mentioned before, like it just seems more interesting to me. And I'm really starting to get into like the nitty gritty details of games, right? Mm-hmm. Like for instance, for me, the one that like really woke me up was Final Fantasy twelve. Now, when that, huh. when that game first came out, I hated that game. I did not like it because it wasn't my Final Fantasy, right? It wasn't my version that I've grown up playing and like the turn-based combat and all that. They changed everything up and there were so many systems going on in the background that I just, I couldn't really wrap my head around and I didn't feel like I was getting any reward from it, right? Like it didn't really just, it didn't draw me in. So now recently, like I, I was quarantined for a couple of weeks and I decided to pick it up and check it out again. You know, I had nothing else to do. And <laughs> I'm absolutely loving this title. Like I love the amount of extra detail you can put into your characters, all the custom builds 
and all that like nitty gritty details like where like I'm even looking at spreadsheets that other people have made and like oh okay that's a cool stat that could potentially add you know like fucking 0.2% to something right like it's nothing like (laughs) astronomical but it's interesting because it's giving me that full customization and I think this all really comes from the first time I played Final Fantasy V which was actually very recently surprisingly right Mm-hmm. And the diving into that job system, like, kind of woke me up a little bit. It opened my eyes to this possibility of, like, ultimate customization and, like, min-maxing the hell out of things and just exploring those possibilities, which when I was younger, I didn't want to, like, I wanted that instant gratification, right? Like, I wanted to see the level ups actually do something, right? Like, it's, like, yeah. You need that that right away. Like I leveled up, I'm instantly stronger. Whereas like with Final Fantasy XII, you level up, you don't really see a change in the stats that much. Like it's very very like minor at that. But where you get the the big stat boost and all that is diving into things like the license board and whatnot. Like that's where you get the big stat boost. That's where you see the actual growth of your character. But you need to actually like plan things out and unlock things at the right time so that you're moving in the right direction and just like eventually yeah you'll unlock everything on the board it's fine right because you're just gonna be playing for long enough to do that but in the meantime you're unlocking things very gradually and like i don't know there's something about that like nitty-gritty details and maybe it's stemming from my new love of dungeons and dragons Right, like mm. it was always something that I was fascinated about, but when I was a kid, but I've never had anyone to play with. I like I grew up as a jock, like I was on the varsity wrestling team. No one there wanted to play games, you know. Like no one wanted to dive into the nerd fantasy culture that I secretly loved and adored. And it just it now that I'm diving into that area of my brain, right? It, looking at all these little stat boosts and, you know, like getting all these little extra perks and all that stuff, like I'm loving it. And it's correlating to my game taste now where like I want those nitty gritty details. I want that in a game. And it also makes me feel like I'm investing my time well in a game. Hmm. Right. I, 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 there's something about it that's just really, really like calling to me. And I just I love it. It's so much fun for me right now. And it's probably not going to be a lot of fun for most people. Right. Like that's the big thing about it. Like those nitty gritty details. It's hard to get into that because yep. like you really have to dedicate a lot of time to it. But I'm finding the enjoyment and I'm finding that like whenever I pop in a game like that, I leave feeling fulfilled. Like I had like a job well done. I completed a task, right? Like instead of, oh yeah, I fought a few matches in this fighting game. Nah, I don't know. I might've gotten better. Who knows, right? Like there's no like measurable numbers, I guess, right? Like Mm -hmm. I want numbers now. (laughs) It's weird. You want to see like your work actually pay off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just feel good about it. So I don't know. It's it's very strange. It's it's such a it's such a weird feeling of seeing these tastes change over time and how like going from one side of the coin to the other, right? Like going complete opposites on what we used to like as kids, right? Like it's it's funny to see that, but it's nice to see the growth. And we're not saying that we're not appreciated or appreciative of the titles that we used to play when we were younger, we still really appreciate those titles. 
it's just not our main draw anymore. Like we're we're opening ourselves up to more genres and more styles of play that I think is just great. I think it's a great thing for us. Like it's just showing extra growth as people. So I don't know. Something something interesting to think about. That's a good way of putting it. Um I think God, I keep thinking of different ones I, I actually really enjoy now. But uh <laughs> It's kind of weird because I feel like this is a genre everybody always likes, but growing up, I didn't really care for it at all, mostly because I played a lot of these on console, and back then I didn't I didn't really enjoy using a controller, but mm-hmm. shooters, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I'm also talking about, like, shoot-em-ups, but also, like, I've always loved those, but, um, yeah, first-person shooters. Like, for the longest time, I didn't like them growing up, you know? Like, I remember playing the original Doom back in the day, and I did not like it at all. Like, it just, it felt weird because you don't have to actually aim at them. You just aim in their direction, and it shoots. Mm, yeah. Um, and I'm actually replaying the original Doom, like the old, old oh, one. nice. And uh, I know there's, like, four, like, areas in it. Well, I beat the first area, and now I'm in the second. And... I love it. I'm really enjoying these kind of boomer shooters. Like, I really want to play through Dusk. Uh, that's mm. been one that's been on my radar for a long time. Uh, you know, there's Project Warlock. There's there's so many of these cool ultraviolence. Like, it's just... Uh, I'm really liking it. But, I mean, going beyond that, I never really cared for shooters back in the day because I felt like with controller aiming it just it never felt right i would get mad at myself that i couldn't aim properly even though aim assist is nice it didn't exist back then Mm -hmm. really so you were kind of boned but when i started playing on the computer a lot i realized oh my god this is so much better like the only shooting game i liked on with a controller back in the day was halo I felt like Halo multiplayer, honestly, that was really the only shooter I liked, I think, up until maybe my 20s. Mm-hmm. GoldenEye I, for me, personally. Oh, yeah, GoldenEye is another. Um, but then, I don't know, maybe like four, five years ago, I really started getting into the whole genre, and I'm like, damn, this is kind of cool. You know, like, obviously now I'm better with a controller at it, but it's... I'm I'm really enjoying it. You know, I, for so long, I kind of have that thing in the back of my mind, like, oh, these first-person shooters, like, you know, they're not really interesting. It's just running down hallways and corridors and just shooting, and there's not really a story. But, you know, there's there's a lot of good games out there with good stories in this genre. It's just, you got to find them. Right. You know, you look at Spec Ops The Line, that's always regarded as, like, one of the best stories in a first person shooter um one i really want to play soon hopefully are the fear games oh those were good those are fun yeah so i'm like i'm trying to there's so many shooters that i just avoided over the years that i'm trying to play through you know so starting with doom i kind of want to work my way up i i've played the the modern doom but I want to wait to play Eternal until I play all these old ones because I want to, I want to experience, you know, the the beginnings of the yeah. genre, and then I just want to see it evolve. You know, I want to go see Crisis. I want to do like all these games. I really didn't give any of these games a chance. 
you know? So it's, it's entertaining, you know? And I feel like now that, you know, I have years under my belt of playing multiplayer shooters and I think being pretty decent at it where like I actually get wins mm-hmm. like in Warzone and stuff like that. Like it's, it feels good going back to these games cause I can still practice my aiming and it still makes me feel young cause I don't really feel a slowdown in my aiming compared to some of my friends, my age who say they're like, their reactions are really bad now. Uh, but, it's me, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, well, we can train you up. I need, I need that retraining. I think that's the big thing. Like, if you, when you get out of it for a while, it feels weird coming back to it, right? Like, yeah. I, I used to really enjoy some first-person shooters, like just very specific ones, though. But I could never play them for a very long time, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I got back into. Like the one that really got me back into them for a little while was Destiny. Destiny was great. I love that game. Oh yeah. Destiny was a lot of fun and it felt good. That was the thing. Like it felt good aiming and shooting. I never really enjoyed the like PvP aspect of it. I just enjoyed mm-hmm. playing the game itself. Like it was just fun going around and doing that. But it was it was nice and it did give me that like itch to kind of go back to some first person shooters and like revisit them. So maybe that's what I'll do this year. I might find some fun ones to play around with. Yeah, there's a bunch of good ones on uh, Game Pass. That's true. Shout out to Game Pass once again. <laughs> we keep doing it. But man, Game Pass is really changing the game, isn't it? Like they're just they're making it so easy to play all these these titles that we might have missed in the past and it's just it's nice. It's convenient. Yeah, and there's some fun co op ones, so hell. Hell yeah. We should man. play through some of them. And now that I'm actually a day person again, we can definitely start actually playing and making some videos and doing all that stuff, man. Like, uh, yeah. so excited for it. But yeah, um, I think that's going to do it for us this week. I think that like we've touched on quite a bit here. So really, the to kind of sum everything up, like it's okay to have your taste change, right? And it's okay to revisit these games from your past and just not really get as much enjoyment out of them because there's so many different genres, so many different titles. You might just be into something new. And you know what? That's exciting because you get to try out new things. It's always fun to try out a new genre and think like, oh, I actually really like this. I really want to get into this. Like it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun exploring mm-hmm. different avenues. Like maybe when you were younger, you thought Metrovanias were lame or too hard or whatever. Try it now. See how it feels because it might be your pace. It might be your style of game now, right? Or even like Telltale kind of games, you know, like the graphic novel kind of games. Maybe that's your jam now, right? Like you just never know. Or even like idle games, that could be your thing. Like it's just, there's so many different genres out there that you might not have given the chance like in your past, whether it was personal taste or the taste of your friends. Because I feel like my friends definitely motivated a lot of the titles that I was playing during that time. Like I probably wouldn't have bought Halo on my own if it wasn't for all my friends playing Halo. That's Mm -hmm. personal, right? Like that's just me. Because I was really into the RPG aspects and all that fun stuff and playing single player games. But I needed some multiplayer games because I wanted friends, right? Like, But like now, maybe try revisiting some of the games from your past. See how they feel. See if things have changed. And if they haven't, awesome. If they have, that's okay too. That's awesome. Because now you get to try out something else. So I think that's, you know, I'm going to give you guys homework this week. 
Okay. I want you to find a genre that you did not like when you were younger. Find a genre that really just was boring or whatever to you and just try it out now. Who knows? You might really, really enjoy it, right? Or you might not, like, it might still not be your thing. That's totally cool. So, yeah, test it out. Let us know. Reach out to us on the socials, socials and see how it goes. But before I sign off, right, this is the big thing. We're going to be doing this again. We did it before in the past. But, Chris, I want to challenge you to Uh-oh. a game. I want to challenge you to something that I actually really enjoyed uh, when I was in high school. I really liked playing this title. Uh, it's one that might not be as popular <laughs> for some people, or they might have skipped altogether. And I'm not just going to challenge you, Chris. I'm going to challenge everybody uh, who's oh, checking this out. If you if you want to, you know, try out a new genre like we're talking about right now, I'm talking about the game Enslaved. Now, this game is not the most popular game in the world. I get it. But it was really fun, and I felt like the writing was really good. The character models, I thought, were great for that time. And I feel like, I mean, I played on Xbox, right? And it it felt like a a unique experience because a lot of, like, Xbox wasn't known for the more RPG kind of games during that time. So it was really fun to find one that I really enjoyed. So I challenge you to it. And let's see what you think. And it'll be fun for me to revisit to you to see if it even holds up. Because who knows? My tastes have changed and I might actually freaking hate this game <laughs> now. <laughs> so it'll be really fun to kind of go back and see how it is. So what do you think? I'm excited. Yeah. I, uh, this has been a game I've actually wanted to play for a long time. I, uh, I've had it on my Steam library for a while and I've had it for my 360. So kind of excited. This is going to be the first game I actually have used the disc in my series x so i'm curious to see that and see if it even works (laughs) yeah exactly um i heard a lot of like when i look at oh games to check out from the 360 era they're always mentioning this game so i'm i'm stoked i like the journey to the west story Mm -hmm. and uh yeah yeah it's it's definitely a fun one it's a nice take on the journey to the west thing it's it's very interesting so it, for those of you guys who don't know really much about Enslaved, just real, real quick, it's like futuristic, weird tech that are like living, like kind of think Horizon Zero Dawn, honestly. Like a lot of the mechs were like living creatures as well, which is really interesting now that I think about that. Because it, huh. it felt like it wasn't, it didn't catch on as well as it does now. Just kind of a cool little touch there. But yeah, check it out. And we're going to be talking about that one pretty soon here. So we'll see how it goes. But with that, I think that's going to do it for us this week. And we will definitely be talking to you guys next week when we bring you some more interesting conversations. But yeah, talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.